Hello, welcome to my next semester message. Um, today we're just gonna hop in and just do the message because I have a lot of stuff to cover. Um, today's sermon message is gonna be Jesus, friend of sinners. Will you love the unlovable? Will you love those around you while other people around you may persecute you for loving the people who are outcasted by the people who persecute you for just showing love to them. If you have your Bibles, turn to Mark chapter 2, verse 15, verse 2 to 17. While Jesus was having dinners at Levi's house, many tax collectors and sinners were eating with them and his disciples, for they were many who followed him. When the teachers of the law who were Pharisees saw him eating with the sinners and tax collectors, they asked his disciples, why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Jesus said to them, It is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. The people who feel like an outcast could be from their school, classmates, who have been bullied or been mocked or made fun of. There are people in your schools, churches, or people you see every day may feel like a lost cause. The word of the Lord came to Jonah, son of Amittite. Go to the great city of Nineveh and preach against it, because its wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah ran away from the Lord and headed for Tarshish. He went down to Joppa, where he found a ship bound for, the, for that port. After paying the fare, he went aboard and sailed for Tarshish to flee from the Lord. Then the Lord sent a great wind on the sea, and such fine storm arose that the ship threatened to break up. All of the sailors were afraid, and each cried out to his own God, and they threw the cargo into the sea to lighten the ship. But Jonah had gone below deck, where he lay down and fell into a deep sleep. The captain went to him and said, How can you sleep? Get up and call your God. Maybe he will take notice of us so that we will not perish. Then the sailors said to each other, Come, let us cast lots to find who is responsible for this calamity. They cast lots, and the lot fell on Jonah. So they asked him, Tell us who is responsible for making all this trouble for us. What kind of work do you do? Where do you come from? What is your country? From what people are you? He answered, I am a Hebrew, and I worship the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and the dry land. This terrified them, and they asked, What have you done? They knew he was running away from the Lord, because he had already told them so. The sea was getting rougher and rougher, so they asked him, What should we do to you to make the sea calm down for us? Pick me up and throw me into the sea, he replied, and it will be calm, calm. I know that it is my fault that this great storm has come upon you. Instead, the men did not, instead the men did their best to row back to land, but they could not, for the sea grew even wilder than before. Then they cried out to the Lord, Please, Lord, do not let us die for taking this man's life. Do not hold us accountable for killing an innocent man free. For you, Lord, have done as you pleased.
Then they took John and threw him overboard, and the raging sea grew calm. At this, the men greatly feared the Lord, and they offered a sacrifice to the Lord and made vows to him. Now the Lord provided a huge fish to swallow Jonah, and Jonah was in the belly of the fish for three days and three nights. Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. Go to the great city of Nineveh and proclaim to it the message I gave you. Jonah obeyed the word of the Lord and went to Nineveh. Now Nineveh was a very large city. It took three days to go through it. Jonah began by going day's journey into the city, proclaiming, Forty more days and Nineveh will be overthrown. The Ninevites believed God. A fast was proclaimed. And all of them, from the greatest to the least, put on sackcloth. When Jonah's warnings reached the king of Nineveh, he rose from his throne, took off his royal robes, covered himself with sackcloth, and sat down in the dust. This is the proclamation he issued in Nineveh. By the decree of the king and his nobles, do not let people or animals, herds or flocks, taste anything. Do not let them eat or drink, but let people animals be covered with sackcloth. Let everyone call urgently on God. Let them give up their evil ways and their violence. Who knows? God may yet relent and with compassion turn from his fierce anger so that we will not perish. When God saw what they did and how they turned from the evil ways, he relented and did not bring on them the destruction he had threatened. The story of Jonah brings the story of God's grace and loving mercy to the people of Nineveh. When Jonah heard that God wanted him to preach God's love to them, Jonah hesitated and complained to God because, in Jonah's point of view, the Ninevites were a group of outcasted people to Jonah because of their wicked and evil ways. When you hear the word outcast, it mainly means not accepted by the crowd, excluded, not does not associate with people due to how people may judge them by how they look, their skin color, how they behave, or even if they have some kind of mental health disability. An outcast person in Jesus' day meant do not go near them or even associate with them because of their skin color, the way they look, behave, or a disease they may have. While Jesus was walking and talking with people, a man with leprosy approached him, fell to his knees, and put his face to the ground, begging, Lord, if you want to, you can heal me and make me clean. Something amazing happened next, like it was not a big deal. Jesus just reached out and touched the man. Jesus reached out and touched the man with leprosy. This was not allowed. Then, and Jesus, because if you touched the man with leprosy in Jesus' day, you would be considered unclean. None of this mattered to Jesus. Whoever, he reached out his sin and said to the man, I will heal you, be clean. And right in that moment, the leprosy left him.
This showed that Jesus was more than just a man. Jesus healed the man of his disease, but also cleansed him from his sin without becoming infected himself. Jesus then asked the man to do one thing. He asked him not to tell anyone what just happened and to go to the priest and be checked out. This would show that he was cleansed and he would leave an offering. Then the priest would give him permission for him to come back and live with the people again. By going to the priest, they, by going to the priest, they healed man with send a message that Jesus had a special had a special power from God. The people were waiting for a Messiah, someone that would come and save them. And the priests and Jews believed that only God could cure leprosy. This was supposed to be a sign that the Messiah had come. Instead, the man was too excited and told everyone he saw what had happened. This made it hard for Jesus to walk around in the cities because large crowds would flock to him and the Jewish leaders started to go against Jesus because he didn't believe that he was sent by God. The message that I want you to take from this story is that it doesn't matter Jesus what you've done, how you look, or what other people think about you. He made you and he loves you no matter what. Every day Jesus is trying to reach out and show his love to you. But sometimes we are too busy to notice. The man who had leprosy was outcasted by other people because of his disease. And in those days, because if you would touch someone who had a, a disease like leprosy, you would consider to be unclean. But Jesus came into the scene and reached out to the man and said, If you're willing, heal me. Jesus said to him, I am willing. Jesus healed him. In the same way, there are people at your schools, classmates could be your friends who have been outcasted by people because of the way they act, dress, the skin color, or a mental disease. People at your schools or classmates saying to you, don't hang around that, around that kid because of something. But the question I bring to you is this, if you were the only person that would be person in that crowd that would who would be willing to be like Jesus, cross over the line, love the unlovable, love that bully at school who will reach to that person with open doors of unconditional love and compassion, just like Jesus did for you and continues to do for you. There are people out there who are wounded, hurt because of how they were made fun of or never felt or had a feeling of having a friend would feel like. Would you be willing to put down your signs, cross over the line, and love like Jesus did? Would you let your heart be led by mercy? Even when the person who hurt you and mistreated you and used you for their own personal gain, wouldn't you also show love to that person even if they were unlovable to do so? While Jesus was having dinner at Levi's house, many tactless and sinners were eating with him, and his disciples and his disciples 
for they were many who followed him. When the teacher of the law who were Pharisees saw him, eating with the sinners and tax collectors, they asked his disciples, Why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Jesus told them, It's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Jesus has come to not condemn the world, but to save it. Jesus has come into this world to call the sinners so they may hear the truth about God's unconditional love for them. In the same way, Jesus is reaching out to you today, calling you to come to him and hear his voice, saying, Come all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest, which translates to, I will give you peace. Jesus is knocking at your door of your heart, saying, Let me in, let me in, no matter what other people may think of you, or you may feel like, You've been outcasted by your classmates, friends. Jesus will never leave nor forsake you. Jesus is calling you today to come to him and accept him as your Lord and Savior. Jesus died for you so that you may live. Jesus will take away your burdens if you let him. When the teachers of the law who were Pharisees saw him eating with the sinners and tax collectors, they asked his disciples, why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? Already we see the Pharisees outcast the sinners and tax collectors, tax collectors because of this sin. In response, Jesus loved the sinners. He walked and talked with the sinners. Jesus calls you by your name, not by your past mistakes. To where the teachers of the law calls out the sinners on their past mistakes. One of the criminal criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same punishment? We are punished justly, for we are getting what we, for what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said to Jesus, Remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, I tell you the truth, today you will be with me in paradise. You can find that you can find that story in Luke chapter twenty three, verse thirty nine to forty three. You and I were both a lost cause and the outcast because of sin. But while we were still in the dark, Jesus came to our rescue and delivered us from the dark into the light, and Jesus can do the same for you because we were all the least of these. So as we close, will you be like Jesus? Even if you're the only one in the crowd that did not cross, that did cross over the line and love them like Jesus did, no matter what others around you may say or think about you, because really, only God's opinion to you is all that matters. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for your message about love and your gospel of truth, of old how you came to save and rescue those who were lost and couldn't find their way back to you, God. I pray that you will give the courage, give them the courage to be like Noah and stand up for you no matter what other others may say about us or if we were mocked for just crossing over the line and loving those who needed to be loved, being a friend to someone when no one else will be their friend. Help us to love those who mistreats us Love the unlovable, just as you first loved us. 
In Jesus' name, amen. Jesus, friend of sinners, we have strayed so far away. We cut down people in your name, but the sword was never ours to sway. Jesus, friend of sinners, the truth's become so hard to see. The world is on their way to you, but they're tripping over me. Always looking around but never looking up I'm so double-minded Oh, plank God saint with dirty hands and a heart divided Oh, Jesus, friend of sinners Open our eyes to the world at the end of our pointing fingers Let our hearts be led by mercy help us reach with open hearts and open doors oh jesus friend of sinners break our hearts for what breaks Your love. 